0: It's April 12th, 2020, and welcome to episode 34 of the Baby Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined still by Kevin.
1: Still tired. Welcome back. And Garrett. Slightly more tired. Hello. And Faku.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me again.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Again, still, who knows? Uh, behind the scenes, we have recorded these two episodes right next to each other. But um, so, yeah, in the previous episode, which you probably just heard, uh, we talked a bit about you know the new airing of Legend Metal Galaxy Night One on WoW WoW and the YouTube streams of Tokyo Dome Red Knight and Black Knight. So now we are going to actually talk. We have Faku here specifically because uh, he's done a lot of really interesting work on. Kind of gathering data uh, and making it available, organizing it for the fan base, and it's been uh, it's been really helpful to have that available. And I, we wanted to kind of talk to him about what he's done and how he got to the fan base and so forth, and make sure that if you're not uh, aware of some of the things that are out there, you know, we'll make you aware of what's there. <laughs> so, okay, that's basically uh, enough of a lead-in. So, hello, Faku. Hello. Maybe you could uh, just sort of talk a little bit about how, how you actually got started. We I mean, we heard last time that the Tokyo Dome show was your first one, but uh, but what led up to that?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, well, like many fans, uh, my start was uh, the Fine Bros video, YouTubers React to baby now. <laughs> um, it was... Yeah, I saw the video in when, when it released in 2014, but... I I was at the time I just said like, this is ah, another weird thing from Japan, you know, and uh, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, but then about a year later, just out of nowhere, I recalled the video and it got stuck in my head. So to stop that, I had to go and find it again and watch it and I watched it. And this time I was actually interested (laughs) in what was happening, so I went to their their YouTube channel, watched those videos, which was Doki Doki Morning, you know, Headbanger, Giving Chocolate, and uh, Roar, uh, you know, Roar of Resistance had just released. And uh, then I just, yeah, I I actually fell in love with the music, so I started listening again and again and again, uh, just the the music videos for a few months, actually. Uh, Literally just the music videos on their YouTube channel. And then at some point, I found Budokan, which I'd also just released, and that's that's it. when I watched Budokan, it, there was no turning back for me. Um, it was the first time I was seeing, you know, songs like Akatsuki, Onedari, you know. Uh, so it was mm-hmm. just amazing. And then I just like other fans, I just fell down the foxhole from there. You know, sub get to the subreddit, watching videos. Uh, Sakura Green songs, everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what did you... So, you know, a, a lot of us who have gotten here later uh, have benefited from all the things that you've collected, but what did you rely on? <laughs> like, what was your source of information back when you were new?
2: Well, there was, uh, even it was... Even if the fan base was much smaller, there was still quite a few things, like the ProShot spreadsheet was already up, I rem- remember. Um, mm-hmm. And there were a lot of fans that were helpful. Basically, there, there wasn't a, a, a place to go to find all the, the info. It was technically Bay, Bay Metal Newswire was pretty good. But, you know, if you try to wanted to know how to apply for tickets for the show, basically, no, there was no cl- specific place to go. So I actually, that was my first post uh, on, in the subreddit, was I was asking for how the hell do I get tickets to Yokohama? <laughs> Like, I had no idea, and I was like, how does this work? And they explained it to me, and I was like, oh, well, that's that's very hard. It was basically like now, but harder. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I guess it became obvious there was a need for this information to be more easily accessible.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, Yeah. That's why when I, after about a year of doing that, I started myself trying to collect information, but initially it was just for myself, just, you know, saving videos and pictures and information stuff because I knew they could be taken down or I could forget about it. Um, but then, well, I saw that people were asking for it. People wanted to find it or whatever. And so I started actually putting it up and putting the info and all that. And, uh, well, slowly I got to where I am now.
0: So, what are the what are you know? What's the inventory of things that you maintain at this point?
2: Uh, yeah, maybe that's a hard well, question. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, there are quite a few big things, but then there are tons of small things. Well, first of mm-hmm. all, obviously, I, I I think you mentioned I manage the Bay Middle News website and social media.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's excellent. That's a very excellent resource, by the way. I mean, like we we have we've referred to it a bunch, but um, yeah, you know, I, that's when I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk about in the next episode. That's the first place I look, you know, as to like yeah. what have you put there because you know what all the news is.
1: So <laughs> yeah, thanks. Always one step ahead, of everybody else. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. An incredible. No, resource. no,
2: Generally, generally, I take the information from other people. It generally, help me, and I try to put it in a concise, neat package. Um, i actually use the website myself i i put stuff up there for myself still i i use it a lot to to remember what happened and uh, so it's a help even for me um, mm-hmm. but yeah i managed the website and then I managed well the pro shot spreadsheet for about yeah over well two years now i've been managing it and uh, I also manage the costume art archive it's not very known but you know, if you want to know any of the costumes Bay Metal has worn, you know, you can find it all there. Um,
0: That's cool. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> okay.
2: You're welcome. And uh, the locations map. There's a map with all the locations of all their shows, but also, you know, where they took some pictures, you know, for Bay metal or in diaries and stuff like that. Uh, the, the very famous, you know, um, Megitsune Shrine is on there. Uh, Merch locations like Trio uh, in Tokyo, very famous. And even the, uh, the whole basically expedition you have to do for her uh, <laughs> from Suzuka's photo book in, around Hiroshima.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, yes, <laughs> it has all stuff like that. And then well, it's, uh, I also help with the Ultimate Fan Spreadsheet. I put a lot of info there, which is the best place to find, you know, set lists and who played when and all that information. And mm. yeah. <laughs> then I have a few others like the uh, key archive, the fan art guy. Um, oh, nice.
3: <laughs> I didn't realize the, that was you uh, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I generally don't put my name on stuff. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah, that, the non... I should get get a better name for it, but the non-main Bay Metal album spreadsheet, which is basically all the songs they've played live or studio or whatever, which aren't on the main albums, which you wouldn't think it's a lot, but the list is pretty long by now. Honestly.
0: Uh-huh.
2: It's all different versions of songs. Yeah, I'm checking the list. It's like Yeah, 50 songs by now. So, yeah.
0: That's pretty wild. I wonder if (laughs) you can get more of those. I mean, like, you know, it seems like it's the last addition to that must have been kind of a long time ago now. (laughs) Well,
2: technically in the list, I add anything that uh, has different versions. So, for example, Uh, Elevator Girl is on the list. Yeah, it's not... Mm. uh, It's technically obviously on the album, but it has two different versions. Right. uh, but yeah, I think the, the last actual edition would be the Unikiri theme, the show, the intro from 2017.
0: Oh, yes, right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that short intro, is, I think, is the last.
0: I, I, periodically, you know, I, I re-remember and re-forget that that is them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to the extent that I is ridiculous, that is, uh, you know, even more ridiculous.
2: <laughs> and really out of nowhere, just literally.
1: Uh, yeah
0: <laughs> but it's still very funny to see you know because i i do honestly i've watched the show a fair amount and there's no reason that i'm watching the show except for the fact that you know i know who made the, the theme music <laughs> but it's <was> kind of <laughs> cool to see their name come up in the credits at the end uh-huh.
2: yeah i've never seen it myself but
0: <laughs> i've seen just the the intro it's you know what you'd expect yeah i i imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean i think that's one thing that that is kind of amazing about um you know this sort of like baby metal fandom is just like the degree to which things are very well organized you know and i think i think you have had a lot to do with that Um, i mean there but there are there are a lot of spreadsheets i mean i'm sure there are some spreadsheets that are not under your control but um but i mean i think that it's been really useful to be able to just kind of if you have a question you can go find it out And, and you know there's a way to do it you don't have to just like hope somebody's in the discord or something that knows the answer
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's generally the idea. So you can find something pretty quickly and have it all in one place. <laughs> I still I even still have ideas for stuff. It, uh, yeah, I was told I can't remember now who, but in at the forum someone asked me and said, like, can you make a spreadsheet for all of the merch? Oh, like
1: oh,
2: all the merch <laughs> Bay has sold from that, the start.
1: That's a task.
2: And yeah exactly mm-hmm. we do have there's a there's a list a japanese fan made with a t-shirts so up till 2017 so that helps a ton but yeah all the much smaller stuff is going to be really hard to <laughs> to add especially if it's old yeah but yeah i guess eventually I'll, I'll probably try and try and start building it at least
0: you need a team yeah well yeah i was gonna <laughs> so, so two things first um that sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, like I would, I would love to have that spreadsheet. Even though I understand, you know, I I understand, like looking at my shelves, the degree to which this <laughs> is a difficult task, but um, but it would be really cool to have. And it is a finite task. Like you, like it is possible to kind of look at the things that they sold, if they were, were screen captures or whatever, mm-hmm. and and kind of line it up. But um, but the other thing I was going to say was just that uh. Can you think of a way in which people can be helpful to you? Like, is there something that, that anyone can, can do to sort of help help your projects along?
2: Um, well, sometimes um, just notifying me of something maybe I've missed and haven't posted or put up somewhere, that's generally the first way to help me. So I know something I, I haven't – mm-hmm. maybe it's pro- I, I missed it or maybe I just haven't put it up yet. But either way, it helps and uh, then i've been trying to find ways because obviously it's a lot of work and sometimes it, it can be too much and i i can't keep up with it some days but it, it's it's a bit hard because there have been things like for example the ultimate fan spreadsheet or mm-hmm. the previous uh you know that keep kitsune network map which were were basically everyone put put in your info everyone join up and help but not too unfrequently uh, things got deleted uh, even generally it's it's probably a mistake not on purpose <laughs> but you know yeah. someone presses control all and deletes and That's it cool. has happened. the no the Kitsune network before they launched the website that was because at one point someone deleted all of the pins all of them yeah so they had a backup but that that's the reason why uh so we, i'm trying to basically find a way to balance both things i could do like the ultimate fan spreadsheet has two versions it has one which is public and the other is locked so that's that's a way it can happen i've also i've already talked to some people to help me um people i trust i know i've, give the, I've given them you know passwords to my accounts so if there's anything uh, you know missing or something i can't do that they can add it th- themselves so mm. but but it's still a small group so yeah, it's all a lot of work
0: yeah i mean you know i can tell you that it is appreciated but um, that doesn't make it less work <laughs> so um hopefully you know if people if you know people who are listening to this who have things that they you know want to alert you of hopefully they will do that <laughs> Yeah, sure. Send
2: me a message anywhere,
0: basically.
3: Yeah, and I I gotta say, just for myself, I have leveraged your site more times than I can count. In fact, I mean, just in January, um, I was trying to remember where the damn Megitsune Shrine was and what Station Mm -hmm. to Get Off was, and I, of course, found it in your guide on your website, Baby Metal News. Um, And I'm sure I'm not alone. You have contributed so much to this community. It's really incredible. Well,
0: thank you very much. I know that I've come back you know somewhat repeatedly to the breakdown of all the different versions of metal galaxy and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, it's one thing to just like have the information available, but you know to to have organized it in a way that is kind of understandable uh, is also really really useful. Um and also uh, another thing that that you've uh, been doing. So uh, you have some you have a relatively high status in the in the Reddit subreddit hierarchy uh and you've often been, you know, sort of doing uh putting the posts up that have to do with like the concert thread the individual show threads and that kind of stuff um what thoughts do you have about that i mean it's it's definitely been useful to have those oh and the thing that actually led me to saying this then i'll stop talking but is um that you also have done some pretty useful stuff about how to become a member of the one you know like like how to how to navigate Mm -hmm. through the uh the japanese websites and know what to expect so that you can actually do this. So thank you for that.
3: Yeah, I absolutely used that guide the very first time and second time I subscribed to the one.
2: Uh, well, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, the basic idea with it is, one, I actually helped myself because by this point I, I know how to do it, but initially I didn't. So I, the first time I did it, I wrote down everything I had to do okay, step by step just to remember myself. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and well, then I said, other people can use this. So I started posting it. And uh, and then I started doing the same with anything, any big release, you know, merch or if there's a show announcement, stuff like that. I want, I want the information to be clear to everyone. OK, it's, the show is here. It's this date. This is what we know. Uh, you can get tickets here, you know, uh, just to be absolutely clear about it because uh well generally it's not very sadly it's not very easy sometimes you even go on the Mail website and maybe there's not a link to to the tickets or something like that it, it has happened quite a few times so i try to help a bit with mm-hmm. uh with that yeah it's uh it's just to try and help.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely is helpful uh, how long have you been doing have you been sort of like you know t- sort of taking charge of these threads and stuff on the subreddit for the for the events and that kind of stuff, I see your name a lot there now.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I still feel it's a bit recent, but it's I must have started around mid 2017, something like that. Um, that's when I started, but it oh, yeah, but it okay. wasn't all the time. I think around 2018, that's when I started doing it almost almost every post, at least.
0: So so, how bad is it on the back end? You know, I don't read the Reddit as much as I probably should you know i I sort of check in on it although i mostly spend time on the associated discord but what are your impressions of of you know sort of seeing seeing the actual stuff that comes in on the subreddit is it all right or do you have to moderate a lot of stuff out
2: well there is a lot of moderation but it's mostly just people breaking the rather strict rules we have and that's generally just because they don't read it's not malicious (laughs) or anything it's people who post you know Okay. Title is, well, I think the, the one I removed today, title was Black Knight. And it's like, what what's the post about, you know?
1: Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, there have been a few, I guess, um, you know, bad things. But it's mostly, mostly the, the last month has been terrible with t-shirt spam. Uh, for whatever reason, tons of subreddits, including hmm. ours, has been getting... A lot of people just uh, bots, just putting up uh, their random T-shirts with stolen fan art, and uh, but that's mostly the, the worst of it. Then hmm. some people, you know, make things difficult, start insulting or whatever. But it's uh, it's generally the, the people you obviously obviously know aren't going to be productive members because I've already seen the comments <laughs> from them, and it's always either complaining or insulting someone. Mm-hmm. Very few times is it some- a productive member basically
0: okay.
1: sounds like moderating a reddit the subreddit for Babe metals like moderating any subreddit <laughs> <laughs> a lot of similarities similarities dealing with immature people,
2: yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah it's,
0: uh... obviously there's there's a variety of things that make it actually onto the subreddit and stuff, but it's still a pretty good community um oh, yeah. we like to think of ourselves as well i won't I won't disparage other social platforms, but uh, <laughs> the, the subreddit's one of the better ones. <laughs>
2: Yeah, overall, it's 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 pretty good. That's the reason I well, certainly stayed there, and well, became a moderator. Um, sometimes, well, <laughs> other people see it as a, a bad place to talk, mainly because well, two things: is the rules are pr- relatively strict. Basically, you can't just post a, a random picture or video, and also because I'd I'd say mo- most people in the subreddit know more than the average BMO fan. And so they Mm -hmm. tend to, sometimes people are a bit uh, aggressive maybe and how they say stuff. (laughs) So yeah, so newcomers are like, kind of get scared away basically.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, maybe there should be like a, like a training wheels version (laughs) of the subreddit. (laughs) It (laughs) would certainly help, definitely. Yeah. One thing that I'm sure you've confronted a lot, I don't really have any idea, like, what I'm trying to ask here, but I guess just sort of observing that when you're trying to keep track of something like the ProShot spreadsheet, you know, there's, there's an obvious tension. Like, I think we are responsible as a community and so forth, but you know, there's an obvious tension between the interests of the copyright owners and of course. the fans. And even backing up further than that, my belief at least is that the, the sort of corporate interests and the artists interests are not even themselves in alignment <laughs> because I think the artist probably does want the stuff out there. But, um, I mean, even even apart from just the stuff that's relatively easily buyable, pro shot stuff, there's a ton of just sort of you know treasures like television appearances and things like that that we don't want to lose. There's definitely a, kind of like a big video canon that you know we always want to be able to see the video at the frog or whatever and you know or those kind of things. And it's frustrating to have to kind of like be in in this tension with the uh, with the uh, management. <laughs>
2: It's hard. It's hard myself because I, I try to have everything in order myself on my folder. I have like two to three terabytes of Bay Metal data right now.
1: Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: uh, because I, I save everything. If, if it exists, I save it. Fine, fan art or pictures or just people entering the venue. I just save that picture. I don't know. It could be useful at some point, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I'm basically I am the Bay Mail NSA basically. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, be careful what you open.
0: Yeah, no, no. I mean, you know, it's comforting to know that somebody's taking care of this stuff because uh, you know it could very well be you know there there are people there are people who say nothing has ever deleted from the internet or whatever, and that is so wrong. <laughs> there are things that can disappear forever if nobody's kept them. It's only the things you don't want; those are the things that stay forever.
3: yeah so where do you see i I, i'm just gonna call it a media empire that you've created (laughs) curating all of this content
1: that's a good that's a good topic
3: going forward you know like we all wish we could do this forever but there will come a time when we probably can't um so what's what's your what's your plan going forward with all of your content are you gonna like
2: well yeah yeah i've thought about that that's kind of why I got this little team I mentioned uh, together also, because if I end up getting bored of it or I, or something happens to me or whatever, you know, I I wanted to have someone has access to all these things just in case. And, Mm -hmm. and they at least know a bit how to keep it going basically. Um, Because eventually it's going to happen. I mean, the, (laughs) <laughs> the person managing the Baymail mail news Wire uh, newswire website was also pr- pretty hardcore fan and in late 2017 they stopped you know being a fan at least to that level so eventually right. it's going to happen to me as well so uh, i <laughs> i'm trying to to put it to put something together in case that ends up happening um but well, for, for now um there's no problem I'm still pretty hyped Thankfully, so <laughs> yeah, there, there, there isn't, there isn't a need for that yet.
3: Uh huh. Do you have uh? What, do you have anything in the pipeline or anything that you want to add to maybe Baby Metal news that you haven't yet or haven't had the capacity or skill to add?
2: Uh, honestly, there, there are like a million things that <laughs> come to mind, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. That's gonna take fifty hours. I'm not gonna take. You know, uh, right now, I'm just, you know, the latest thought uh, now with all the time I have here is I was maybe could just going to add to the uh, the video I made with the, you know, you know the how to become a The One member and maybe mm-hmm. do a how to see Bay Mel in Japan video or something like that.
0: Um, Ooh, that would be super useful, I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, just get get the, the text thing into video form uh, maybe, but I'm pretty useless with uh, editing video and recording so yeah it's it's it just the first video took 50 recordings each section so wow <laughs> i'm not looking forward to that part nice.
3: again well i know some people who can maybe help with that
2: yeah maybe right, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah stuff like that basically um i I'm trying to recall right now, but I can't think of other. But I know I have a million things that I want to add eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, one thing that I, somehow I didn't end up asking about was, so you said that the Tokyo Dome show was the the first one that you were at. But you've done, I think you ran through the whole, like, the US 2018 tour, did you not? Like, you've, you've been to many since then, right? What has that been like, I guess?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good topic. <laughs> um, yeah, those were so Tokyo Dome were my first shows. I before that I had tried. Well, I mentioned I had tried to go to Yokohama. Uh, it wasn't possible possible by then. But then I got tickets to the Wiltern in LA for 2016. Uh, I had tickets, but I couldn't go, so I sold them. Well, kind of good because Tokyo Dome ended up being like a good first show, I'd say. Um, I, I yeah. would say, <laughs> yeah. And uh, then the following year, I went to uh, Big Bo- Big Fox Festival in Osaka.
0: Oh, you're in the pro shot, aren't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. We we appeared a few times because we were. We complained at the time. I remember uh, because they sent all of us foreigners <laughs> to so the very back. But we had so much <laughs> luck that in the pro shot, the the camera was right behind us, so we appeared a ton of times. Uh-huh. Uh, so i cool. guess koba yeah koba made it uh, good in the end so thank you koba uh <laughs> but yeah and those actually even before knowing they were the last ue uh, metal shows i already thought they were my favorite shows basically they, they were they were the first time i was in a, in a pit at all and mm-hmm. basically the pit i was in both nights was just spectacular i mean it, it was great people you know it was fun it was you know i i really can't put it into words it was the perfect experience honestly um a great set list and just everything honestly um
0: yeah i certainly from the uh like watching the pro shot side of things i loved that show (laughs) i watched that many 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 times
1: (laughs) i can only imagine actually being there live that sounds incredible yeah
2: yeah, and at the time we didn't think it was gonna be that. I mean, special because uh, sure they had names, but it was like, okay, this isn't gonna be a Tokyo Dome thing. This is not a legend show. But you know, the pro shot ended up being super good. I mean, very well done. Mm-hmm. So they, they, it's also my my go-to. I always listen to if I'm in the car. I always listen to that one. Uh, that female death mm-hmm. is outstanding. <laughs> And, well, the Yava and Drew as well. Then I was there, and that was when they announced Legend S. uh, Right that that very night. They had been teasing it uh, all the nights before that. And that night, they announced it. And I was like, damn, I'm in Japan, and this show is in a month. Not kidding, by the way. And I want to go there. So how do I do, yeah, to, to come back? Because I had promised myself that the first show in Hiroshima, I was going to be there. I don't care if it's small, if it's just a 20-person show, I have to be there. Uh, but, well, it, it was obviously impossible because just the timeline didn't add up, of course. But, hmm. but then the, the following year, I did, as you mentioned, the U.S. tour. At the very beginning, I I went to every single show except the first and last one. So I missed Kansas uh, City, the very famous, infamous show by now. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually on the plane while it was happening, so I had no idea.
0: Oh, yeah, I think I do vaguely remember that fact, <laughs> actually.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was on the plane. I had no idea. When I landed, I had I wouldn't be lying if I had a thousand messages. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> not kidding it all yeah that's the worst part <laughs> and then well i i saw all that tour up till nashville I didn't see uh, rock on the range but it, it was ah, okay. the first part of that tour was very uh i'd say depressing because unlike the previous times i've been to other shows fans were completely uh distraught i don't know obviously not everyone but the general uh, you know sense you could get from fans wasn't very fun so it was kind of uh, it, the shows were still fun themselves by the way um they were my first mm-hmm. shows in a small venue so it was very very fun uh, to see them you know they're three feet away from you or less and uh, so it was a spectacular honesty in, in that regard and then uh yeah. that, that same year i watched i went and saw the japan tour the five shows because they they thankfully they all landed in the same week so it was very easy to be able to see them um, mm-hmm. and and well that those were my last shows because um, I tried to go to Legend M and, and uh, Yokohama Arena well I had tickets I had the flight I had everything yeah. until uh, the day of <laughs> I was supposed to travel and uh, well uh, Let's say I misplaced my passport. Mm. Well, it was basically taken from me, but yeah, misplaced. Yeah. And so yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't go. In the end, that's why I still haven't seen the shows. Probably never will, <laughs> because I, it just reminds me of that.
0: Um, right. Yeah, and I apologize for having reminded you of it now. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no. Yeah. Don't
2: don't worry about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did go to see uh the forum. Um, since it was the, mm-hmm. the Metal Guys and Reece show, I had missed Wembley, and I was like, no, I, I gotta see the next uh, album release, you know, and, and it's closer to me this time, I can go direct flight, you know, everything and, well, I did it, it was very fun uh, maybe it wasn't yeah. as big, maybe as Wembley, but it was still you know, v- very fun to see basically the, the most important part for me was seeing everyone I had Met, either already met or m- never met, but had talked online for years. So that that was the best part of it. Mm-hmm. And and nothing. And Well. And, and that very night, the legend Mel Galaxy lottery came out the results, and I had won a super Mashash pit uh, ticket. So I was ecstatic because though as many people who have tried know those tickets are for foreigners are impossible to win literally impossible uh so i was wow. super happy uh but well then then uh, work got in the way and things got in the way so i couldn't go uh, that uh, that one isn't as stingy as the legend m1 uh, and though it's still not fun to remember but i can still see the show and right. it was and i could still enjoy it so that, that's the cool thing
0: well and yeah i mean it's it's cool that you were able to go to the the forum and tokyo dome is just amazing yeah, yeah. So, I went to the Charlotte uh, show in that U.S. tour. I, I suppose probably you know if you were with a somewhat stable group of people that was kind of going through that U.S. tour starting in Kansas City, I could see like those are the people who are going to be the you know the most sort of affected by the UElessness of that show of that yeah, tour. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, you could see the contrast.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I think even at that time, I think I was kind of. Guessing this that they were actually targeting places where people generally weren't going to have expectations. These are going to be people who are interested and curious about what this is, and not hoping for the next opportunity to greet U.E. Metal or whatever. <laughs> so um, that's I assume why they wound up in Kansas City and and Charlotte and all these all these places that they you know they probably would normally never get them. Um, anyway, I had no point. I was just <laughs> rambling. <laughs> oh,
2: it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, Kansas City is a pretty weird, yeah. They've played twice, by the way, because they played in 2019 again.
1: Yeah, I was at both of them. And it was good. (laughs) It it was
2: great. (laughs) So that city got two shows, which obviously are awesome, but but it's just funny that Kansas City gets two shows, but there are tons of cities in Japan which have zero shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. and I mean right. the big cities, right?
1: Well, here in Missouri, we're the test dummies.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah BAMO works in mysterious ways.
1: Yes. Yep. I would like to point out that I feel like Faku, to a certain degree, is responsible for a large part of the information we have in the past few years. And we, as a community, owe him a huge thank you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I second that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank
1: you.
2: Um, yeah, just seeing someone ask me where I'm from. Where I, I'm I'm from Argentina. So I I lived a bit in the U.S., so I have a bit better accent, I guess. But since I don't speak English at all, I just type it. You know, it's some words kind of uh,
1: get stuck.
0: Well, I can tell you that that was not at all obvious to us. <laughs> yeah. <definitely. laughs> exactly. I couldn't have
1: told you that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, the, and baby metal has yet to show up and in south america at all right uh yeah yeah. S- yeah south america
2: yeah. africa and <laughs> antarctica so yeah hopefully we're not the last one uh right. last yeah, hopefully they
3: don't play antarctica before they get down to you yeah
2: That'd knowing be, Powa, it's kind of quite insulting. possible it's completely possible
3: <laughs> cryptid in chat ask what your favorite thing that you have ever reported on for baby metal news is
0: any post standout
2: well yeah i guess um The Fox Day announcement from last year was very surprising, (laughs) fun. I mean, it was very entertaining just to see. We had, up to that point, we we, we had come off 2018. We had no idea what was coming up next. And Fox Mm -hmm. Day was about to end. So everyone was pissed off. Everyone was, you know, (laughs) just abandoning shit, basically. And then they post that massive announcement of a, a, a new album uh, and four new shows, including Legend M, which we thought, uh, sorry, a lot of people thought that it wasn't going to happen because, you know, whatever, name had changed or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so
0: naming it Legend M was a big thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, just, just the name was very important yeah that, I guess that was the, the favorite one and just because Man. i'm I'm thinking of it the worst one was <laughs> <laughs> yeah just because it come came to my head uh, was I posted um, it, the, the the website didn't exist yet, but in 2018 I posted at the end of the EU tour um, one of the muscle medals had posted a, a blog <laughs> post. Uh, where she, I think it was Minami, I think it was, I don't remember, Uh, had posted um, basically blog posts where she was talking about a show and how great it was or whatever. And for whatever reason, I translated the page using Automated Translator and I thought she was talking about Main Metal. So I put the post up on Reddit, on Twitter, everywhere, (laughs) just like, ah, she's talking here, here's the translation, everything. And then some people who knew Japanese came up and said, no, not at all. She's not talking about Bay Metal at all.
0: (laughs) And I was like, oh, no.
2: What have I done? (laughs) And it took quite a while to correct it because they corrected me, you know, several hours later. So the damage was already done by that point. Thankfully, it wasn't super important, I guess, but it was still... (laughs) I don't like uh, making mistakes like that.
0: Right. I don't recall ever hearing about it. So I guess uh, at least... I didn't get sucked into whatever it was.
2: <laughs> good thing. Good but, thing. Have you guys talked about, I don't know, speculation for whatever's going to happen after this?
0: We do. We do sort of regularly talk about that, but did you have some specific speculation you would like to contribute? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. I was thinking, well, after Fox day, which I was actually before Fox day, obviously I was questioning myself, are they going to announce XX day? If it's a show or or whatever, are they going to announce it? Right. With The current situation. And well, they didn't. I'm actually surprised they even put October there because it kind of still says, okay, we're still planning something for October. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no announcements. So uh, I'm thinking basically, what are they going to do now? They're going to, we don't have a lot of things because I think the EU, EU tour, the European tour, is probably going to get canceled. I mean, we mm. don't know, of course, yet, but it's probably going to get completely canceled. Sadly, of course. And then we, we don't really have anything left, basically. We only kind of assume that, the, obviously, uh, Legend Metal Galaxy is going to get a release. Right. Well, obviously, we know we're looking forward to the release of Forum already sold and the, mm-hmm. the second night of uh, Metal Galaxy being shown on WoW WoW. But then, like, what else are they going to do? I think it's possible they may just announce it do a lottery but then you know if it gets moved just carry over the tickets i think that's uh, what i imagine they might do because if there's no show or anything as some speculate for the next year uh, the one the, the one 2020 is not gonna make much sense you know it's only gonna be mm, yeah only one set is gonna be sold so they have to do something with it i imagine
0: yeah it's tricky it's tricky. I That's mean,
3: an interesting thought. I hadn't considered the implications of the one twenty twenty membership and having to cancel or reschedule things.
0: Yeah. It's, it makes it sort of one step even less friendly to non you know, non-domestic yeah. <laughs> uh, concert goers. But because I mean, like if you're, if you're in Japan anyway, it's not that big of a deal to just like say, all right, well it's going to be next year or it's going to be in nine months or whatever. But, uh, you know, if, if you had to fly there now a second time.
1: so only, I was going to say, just the only speculation I could really think of for October would be is that they've already broke the ice with playing live shows on YouTube. I I, I don't think it's completely out of the books or un, completely unreasonable to see them take it a step further and maybe actually do some, of, some sort of actual live stream. Hmm. But yeah. any, any any kind of variant of that, whether it be like them just doing a quick question and answers or... Which is unlikely, of course, or maybe it's like an impromptu live show, or it's anything really. But, but who knows? Maybe by I October, the state of the world may have changed for the better.
0: Yeah, I think I'm still sort of skeptical of the idea that they would play like a, a music performance in front of a yeah. no audience just because just because it would be it'd be hard. I mean, like because it would be so energyless. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean. But I, but I also kind of think that that seems kind of reasonable that they might do some kind of event. What about that? The, I
3: mean, when they've been on TV performing songs on those shows, there isn't always a studio audience, especially in the older ones. Yeah. The yeah. um, it's possible. The one that comes to mind is oh shoot, I forget the program, but so it's so the one where they debuted the one, the unfinished version of the one. There was no audience at that show, and they played a couple of the songs there.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well. And, you know, I'm sure they could probably imagine what it's like to have an audience.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, they're professionals. Yeah,
0: yeah but it, just the idea that there could be something that happens in October that is uh, secure because it is online is not doesn't seem insane anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I actually hoped that when C- COBA especially, obviously, but Team Bay middle, when they saw how well it did, how many new fans watched it, uh, how well it trended on worldwide Twitter. I think it got to up to number two, so it's pretty yeah. big. Hopefully they they saw that and are and are encouraged to try something like this again. Especially if, if it's with a live actual live show.
0: True. That's true. It could have been I mean this might not have been entirely just generosity on their part. It might have been really mm-hmm. kind of like a marketing test.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: So and we passed. Congratulations everyone. <laughs> anything else
2: well i'm seeing a question just right here sure if you had access to Koba's hard drive what is the one thing that you'd copy
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> all of it there isn't
2: yeah yeah there isn't a, an easy way to say one thing you know it's
1: because you would stumble across something that's just too too good to pass up and then <laughs> and that's the one thing
2: yeah yeah, but it's but it's so hard. I mean, we know they have, for example, palladium. We know they have exactly. It. Yeah, they have tons of camera mm. angles. Uh, so we know they have that. Uh, we know Koba films everything. So there must be tons of behind-the-scenes footage there. There must be tons of stuff. That I think I may mostly be interested in something like that. You know, uh, he he must knowing Koba. He must record the first um when they start recording songs or practicing choreo you know choreography mm-hmm. so something like that you know the, the first uh, choreography test for gimme chocolate or you know or something that mm-hmm. something that must be very yeah. special
0: mm-hmm. well and we see like even in in like the old sg you know videos and stuff we see occasionally that they've they're reviewing their performances to to improve them and stuff i mean like so there's a a very kind of, like, practical reason to have these videos exist. Uh, But it would be really interesting to see them, you know, even looking at them impractically.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, We know he uh, records every single second, so...
0: Yeah, on his his little ancient phone. (laughs) Yeah, his, yeah, 1980s
2: camcorder or
0: whatever. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. The the, the one that's, like, property of a muse or whatever. I I remember seeing (laughs) this... I remember A couple of he, shots of this camera.
2: I actually saw him put it up in uh, at the forum. He was at the in the middle at the back, and I saw him put put it up. You know, uh, at the start of the show, uh, it was very funny just to see the huge cameras all around him, and he puts this little tiny <laughs> garbage camera basically. Uh, yeah, but
0: yeah, that's pretty metal. <laughs> <It's>,
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm honestly he, to think he's so su- successful and he keeps wearing the same clothes that he started with. So I am honestly, yep. I love that. I absolutely love it. See <laughs> yeah. him wearing his baggy pants and all that still.
0: So. Yeah, I, it doesn't seem like a cultivated look, but you know, nevertheless, maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the, uh, I think we would, all, we would all love to see the Palladium. I, I really wonder what's wrong with it. There's got to be something must have gone wrong. Yeah, oh yeah, knows. people
2: said the the audio was garbage at the venue, so I think it had to be something around there.
3: Yeah, could be. I, I was in front of a subwoofer; I didn't hear anything. But alright, <laughs> so <laughs> right. and for a week after, and for a week after, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that show was super weird. Uh, people talked about it very positively. People saw the the. Debut and so far only time played uh, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, but at the same time there were tons of stuff there that came out that people were saying that was pretty negative for especially for a Bayman Show. Um, you know the mm, the mm-hmm. crush, the absolute crush. They said at the burial was horrible. Um, yes, there were issues with lining lining up. People were cutting line or you know. They weren't letting VIP in at the same time. There was, you know, tons of stuff like that.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I think it does have a pretty bad like crowd management reputation. It does. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's the venue generally, but that that show specifically has a lot of complaints on the on on that, at least that end of it. You know, the management. I don't know about the actual performance, but anyway. the
3: performance was excellent.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I really wish we had a, a real a, like a real shot. Of the from Ducks Till Dawn. It's, it's like the holy grail now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like I said, May, at this point, I, I don't think people will we'll release it. But I remember, for example, the original Legend Y and Legend M from 2014. Everyone wanted to see the headbanger, you know, uh, sung by mm. Yui and sung mm. by Moa. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't really have good recording, but they. Co- they still included clips of them in, uh, the, in the the huge box set from that year from 2014 yep. yeah uh, yeah but but some people said basically it's a glorified uh, fan cam it's basically that just a bit closer so
0: yeah yeah i think that's about right <laughs> and it's it is frustrating how short they are but um yeah it just uh, what is that apocalypse i think or something yeah just, yeah uh I don't know. I just got it recently, and it was a um, uh, oh. boy. That was a rough one to get. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Yeah.
2: Well, it's pretty complete. I always said it's the most complete set. It has like three shows, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
0: yeah, it's a, it's a nice set, but it's um, uh, it it's a painful one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, we can probably close it off here. Yep. Seems but, to me. Uh, yeah, but this has been. Super interesting to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time to do yeah. it. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe if there's other big topics, we may ask you again, if you wouldn't mind coming to discuss it with us. But this has been uh, this has been very interesting to hear about all of the all of your various projects. And we will, of course, see you around the, the subreddit and the, and the discords and stuff.
2: Of course. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun, honestly. So I'm not <laughs> objecting to coming back.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
3: Okay. Awesome. Cool. And for anybody who may not know, where can they find you? What are, what are the socials? Websites.
2: Well, baymetalnews dot uh, Yeah, com, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the website, and then I have I, I'm on Instagram, uh, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, and then basically anywhere else you you can find me. I'm all uh, basically always Faku four seven four on Twitter, on on Reddit, here on Discord. So just Faku four seven four. That's me.
0: Awesome. Is there a, is there a significance to the four seven four? Uh, yeah. That we're allowed to know? Yeah,
2: no. It's uh,
0: when no. I was creating okay. my
2: no, no, no. It's okay. When I was creating my PS3 account, I I I'm a big aviation enthusiast. So I was a kid back then, and I was, and I wanted to put my favorite plane, which was the seven forty seven, and now you can see <laughs> nice. the issue with that.
0: <laughs> nice. That's I'm I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, and <laughs> I love that.
2: Very remains.
0: That's cool. All right. Well, I will that now I will for sure always remember what your number is there too. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, then I will, I will land the plane as it were. Um, and say (laughs) that's it for this episode. You can join us on the baby metal podcast discord to continue the conversation, rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it. So please do that. We'll be back here in about two weeks and we hope you'll join us then. And until then, see you.